Hello and good morning. How are you doing today, Grace? Hey, I'm so good. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. What a journey that you've been on because, I mean, to create a book called The Joy Strategist, that means that you've been on the opposite side of the fence and you're going to do everything you can to get people back over to where they can be filled with joy and abundance. Correct. To get into that mode of sharing, where what door has to open up for you as that author? For me to share, what had to open was the miraculous gift I felt in my life of achieving and ma- making it happen and successing to truly living in my heart and letting my heart be my own inner GPS. What I needed was permission. It was interesting as a fear projectionite recovering people pleaser to realize that the biggest block to me living in that joyous way was my own belief about what it meant to be a person who puts themselves first, a person who doesn't ask permission to like leave in and and to not be just in service to others, but to making sure I put my own oxygen mask on the plane first. It was permission, entitlement, understanding there was an endowment. That's not that wasn't easy, but that was the gift for me. Do you think the blocks that we create are are generated by we want to live in the past because we always think that the past was better, but in reality, living in the moment of now and experiencing what is now is what's so so important. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's not even just living in the past. It's just that we live in what's safe. You know, if we're right. if we're being taught that how you feel and your pleasure and your joy is not paramount. Well, then what we're doing all the time is we're relooking at the past and where we went wrong with that, or we're futuring and trying to figure out how to attain that in the future. But being in the now and being present really is, again, that's remission. It's, it's a moment to say you're safe being right here without anything you're holding on to from the past or the future. You're safe to just feel how you feel in your own heart at this moment. And how do you feed it? With joy snacks. Now, one, one of the things that, you know, because we, we've gone through a lot of changes around the world in the past 20 to 25 years. Does the word joy have a brand new definition? Because it seems like every day there's something new knocking on our heart. Yeah, I, to me, it has a new definition because I was taught happy. Yeah, you, know, you got to be happy and find happiness. And I'm 53. So when I was a teenager, one of the biggest songs was don't worry, be happy. Yep. And like a lot of the words our language they get co-opted to mean something else and it became this elusive thing outside of me happy what's how happy how do i get happy but i will argue that joy is is our birthright and it's the communication of our heart it has the word cur in it which in french is is your heart and early definition of glory to tell the true story of your own heart so that that is it right there like how do we make that our priority how do we become our own chief energy officers of our lives breaking it down with the seven emotional feelings i thought that was absolutely fantastic because a lot of people can't identify their emotions in fact there was a big study that was released a couple weeks ago where the the younger generations can't identify their emotions and and what to do i really don't know what to do but you break things down so simple Um, you know why because it doesn't sound simple what's really important in the book like to me one of the number one messages that is that two oppos- we have to start to believe, I should say it this way, that two opposing forces can both be true. One, that things can be simple and easy and joyful, and also that it takes work. And so as much as we understand that we need to work for our job and work for our career and work in our relationships, some of us, <laughs> I wish more of us, <laughs> and work, for, but we also have to work for our joy. You know, you have to you have to make sure that you're feeding yourself that. If I were going on a long trip 
and I knew there'd be no food, I would bring snacks. But if I do a little practice in the morning and then I go out in the world and people who are not accessing joy, real life drama like we're experiencing in the world now, outer systemic change, that only comes from really making a, a life practice of inner systemic change. Mm-hmm. And to me, joy is the, is the scavenger hunt way to it. You know, you talk about the workplace. Today I was doing some research on can coworkers be friends? And the research that I found out was, yes, you should be friends because that that raises the bar on productivity. If you've got a sickness problem or if you've got people who are calling in and they're saying, I'm not coming in today, there's a problem with the friendship line. And, and it's one of those things that opens up my eyes because it's like, how do we get workers to become friends? Yeah, and I love that. I, I love studies, first of all. When I was in the music industry, my last position, I had a team. And I remember one of my first days I came in, and often people come into a place, and when they come in as a senior person, they want to redo it and bring their people in. But it always was important to me to figure out what was there. Like, there might be people there the artists connect to in a certain way or somebody that brings something to the department or the experience. And this one woman came in my office, and the first thing she said to me was, don't worry. I haven't taken a vacation in seven years, and I'm not, I don't plan to. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like, it's yeah, how am I going to be friends with anyone if I'm not even friends with myself? Yeah. And so that is really, to me, the thing is that, yeah, how do we get people to be friends? But how do we get people to be kind to themselves? Yeah. How am I kinder to my friend Grace here so that I can be open? Because when I was in the past and I was just successing, I was literally hiding who I believed I was inside because my unjoyful feeling felt like like I was an imposter. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted to be friends with anyone because they'd find out that I wasn't good enough or valuable enough or interesting enough to actually do the job I say. But now from a place of joy, just like nature, there is no perfection. It just is a learning together and a growing and no penalization in that. So I think that, yeah, how do we get our, our people to have enough time and their space and the reality to be the great employees that whatever said business needs, but they do it through their own passion and their own joy. You know, even their contribution is a big thing. I used to work, when I was at record labels, you'd have senior people who only wanted to hear from certain people. Yep. But I wanted to hear from interns and and someone in the elevator because if this thing is not lighting us all up, well, it can't, it's not doing its job. So I, I love that, 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 um, that survey, the study, but I feel like it literally is so indicative of the bigger problem is that we're looking at these very simple, superficial cures, but we're not realizing that we have to go back and, and relook at everything. You know, what feels good? What's my day-to-day practice? Yeah. Love what I'm doing every day, all that. You talk about the, uh, you know, learning how to like and love yourself. That's one of the main reasons why I keep a defrag journal, because I'm asking myself the questions and then I'm questioning the answers. And, and you're absolutely right. If, if I don't like or love myself, how do I expect to go out there and respect somebody else? And, and even more than that, like even the, even let's say respect someone else is a tall order. Well, how do we even get to what I was saying, the, uh, this concept that two opposing forces can yep. both be true? Yep. My friend Jana platform, and she said that in a workshop, and that blew my mind because you have a beautiful thing like spirituality or love, um, and in its root and in its essence, it's gorgeous. It's pure. It's attainable. It's But the commodification, the, the, the growth of it, the, the co-opting of what it means to one versus another is where I feel like we get so lost in all these things. And so making your own heart your GPS and letting it guide you, no matter how it looks at times and knowing at the end it'll bring you to the place you need to be, 
to me, that's the answer. How do we talk to the listener and or the reader of the book and let them understand that this is more than just words on a page, that it's an activation in your personal life and that this should be used as a tool from this day forward? Well, I start with, how do you feel? If yeah. you're feeling fantastic, if you the truth and your heart is singing and you're just like, ah, this, this is the best day, the best life, the best, uh, and truth, then please just write a book yourself, share that <laughs> from the rooftop, tell everyone you know, inspire everyone, start a starting five, make it your thing. But if you don't feel like that, we can sit around and decide that it's hard, or we can realize the same way I have to work to keep my job afloat or my family afloat or whatever the thing is, my business, my concept, that we have to do that same work to make ourselves the leader of our inner systemic change because that's the only way to approach outer systemic change, right? So how do we make that the priority? And we don't have a choice. Wow. You know, we don't. I I would that we want to say that maybe I'm feeling good, but if we're not all feeling good, if we're looking at situations in the world like we're looking at now and we're perplexed mostly by the lack of humanity and mostly by the uncaring of and a lack of protection for a child, well then to me, the revolution of joy has not begun yet. And we don't have a choice. Let's let's start. Let's start right there. Grace, you gotta come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always gonna be open for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know there's so much I'm like trying to shove so much in, but I love talking to you. You really get it. I love what you brought to the conversation and it'd be my pleasure. Well you be brilliant today, okay? Yeah, and you have fun. <laughs>